everyone. It's Lily. Good morning or good evening. I even skipped afternoon. You know, depending on whatever time it is for you. Mikey. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Hey, everyone. So, Mikey, today we're going to talk about something that actually I'm disclaiming for the first time. You're disclaiming it? Yes, just because we're going to talk about... Are you worried you're going to get sued? No, I'm worried that some people would want to know because they can't handle it. What if so I want to see So, we're talking about weird stuff that happens in hospitals. And oh, no. <laughs> so some people, like, if you get grossed out easy or, you know, some things might not be child appropriate. I'm just throwing that out there this time. Things everyone. in hospitals? <laughs> yeah. Weird things. I've heard some horror stories just from, like, CNAs. Huh? It'll be interesting what you've come up with. These are things that are told by people who are medical professionals and went through it. I'm not coming up with anything. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Hit me. So a patient came into the ER one night saying she was infected with worms. Okay. She told she, told she had been noticing worms in her mouth, in her urine, and her stools. Okay? That's a lot of worms. Yeah. She said it had been happening for a few months and it was getting worse. Okay? Oof. So she actually brought a sample of the worms. She brought them in a glass covered with saran wrap. Okay? Um. So the doctor takes it, and he, hold, he holds it up to the light, and it, it looked like saliva with clumps of mucus in it. That's it. So he was trying to convince her that it was just normal spit, and her parents arrived. They'd driven from another state all the way up there panicking because they thought, like, she had some parasitic infection, okay? And then... Um, the doctor's trying to tell him she's not, you know, there's no worms and that <laughs> maybe she's a little bit crazy in her head a little. And they couldn't accept the fact that their daughter was crazy and they were asking for a GI to consult with them or someone like that. So the doctor said he opened up the glass and with gloves, he pulled out the worms um, and he ran his fingers through and showed them. And the dad, he said, first he was like, don't be ridiculous. She's sick to what the hell are you doing to wait a second. That looks just like spit to holy shit. My daughter is fucking crazy. What? Okay. Rewind. Re-explanation. Run me through that again. So she thought she had worms. Yeah. Like. Coming out of all of her orifices, uh-huh. besides her ears, and it turns out that there was nothing there. So when she thought she was putting worms into a, um, so it was all container. imagination. Yeah, that's that's the detail I overlooked. I'm like, wait, I'm confused. <laughs> it's all just pretend. I just think it's funny that the dad was like, "Wait, don't you see the worms? <laughs> She's great. <laughs> don't you see the worms? There's worms everywhere." <laughs> then the dad looked at his wife and he said, honey, I think we need to talk. <laughs> and they walked out of the room. Wowzers. Yeah. So that one's fun. Okay. And another thing that's like commonly brought up is ass goblins. So the people who shove things up their arse. Up their tootsie and roll And they pop? pretend that they have no idea how it got there. <laughs> oh, no. 
And it says that. How'd that get in there? And, you know, we know that it it happens. Not yeah. from either of us, but we know somebody. Well, well, you could you could be on the show. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, this one's really weird. So there's a guy who's in a room, and he keeps going and peeing in the corner. And he was told several times to let you know stop peeing in the corner and let them know if he has to go. And anyway, push come to shove. He was peeing in the corner because he wanted this doctor to get fired. And he was telling everyone that the doctor was doing it. Pee in a corner. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how he thought that was gonna, like the doctor's. I think that's the corner. most brilliant idea ever conceived. Um, that's some really good logic right there. I know because like that would be what a doctor would do, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I just sometimes I wonder about people. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you all, you never have to wonder about people. They're freaking crazy. Yeah. So there was a a medical person who had to ask a woman to stop asking um, her staff for their green cards. She, I guess, she had like. She'd been bugging them all and asking for the green cards. And when the staff member said something to her, she just started freaking out and saying that the staff's nephew was um, in New Orleans and was working illegally. And started trying, like, I guess she thought that that would get the staff member in trouble. Uh-oh. Yeah. I thought that was kind of, like, why was she asking for their green cards? She's like, maybe she wanted to steal it. Right. Yeah, you know, maybe she just feels like she is like the author- the uh, authority in the matter. Okay, so this one's a little extra inappropriate. So a male, Dare we go there? A male patient. Well, it's not that, that bad. But a male patient got sent in the bathroom just to collect urine sample. And he took like extra long and he came out with a semen sample. He'd misunderstood. Hey. <laughs> he thought, he thought that- you know what, though? <laughs> I could see how there could be a slight misunderstanding, all right? I mean... And we're going to need you to produce for us a urine sample. I'm I'm sorry, but, like, I would feel like I could never look anyone in the face again afterwards if I was that guy. He's like, here you go. Sorry, uh, we're going to need you to go back into the bathroom and do what we told you to do the first time. To pee, to urinate, wowzers. All right. So, um, there was a guy. Who went really, I'm bad. concerned that our <laughs> listeners cannot hear you very well. Oh, because I moved back. Would you? You're, you're leaning back, all relaxed, <laughs> I know, like. Right. Oh, now I see some time. lights flashing while you talk. Uh-oh. That's what we I like to see. Thing isn't like too quiet. Our producer's going to love this. He's like, Sorry. man, got to crank it like way up. And then it's going to get this part where she goes close to the mic. And he's going to be like, ah, my ears. Oh, geez. Okay. We're professional. We're very professional. Yeah. See, maybe you didn't hear the last one. So you don't have to worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So a man, a man who ate things to hurt and punish himself whenever he felt bad was like at the hospital. And he felt bad very often. Um, to the extent, for example, that 
Um, if you gave him a glass of water, he would feel he was putting you out and would feel he needed to punish himself. Uh-oh. <laughs> so he would eat coins, nails, buttons, strings. Ugh. He got brought to the hospital because he had eaten a battery. I'd like to say, <laughs> you know, better out than in, but... I'm not so sure that's a true statement when it comes to nails. <laughs> no amount of laxative can make an outcome for that very good. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. That's that's like self-mutilation I've never heard of before. Yeah, that's, I know, right? <laughs> that's pretty messed up. Yeah, I feel bad for him because his world is probably like a very sad, dark place, right? Maybe he's possessed. Okay. So... Maybe, actually. I don't know. Who knows, right? Somebody was watching some movies. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so a uh, former ED nurse. She said- ED? Education? This is ED. Are you referring know. about erectile dysfunction? <laughs> Maybe. I, I mean, it doesn't specify. Educational nurse? Possibly. Anyway, a few years back, lady came in concerned that she'd bumped her head- and it was just after um, Liam Neeson's wife died in a skiing accident. She was, so she was scared that she had the same thing. She insisted that we get her uh, taken care of in an hour before her husband got home. He told her already that she was overreacting and she didn't need to get checked out. So she had to trick him into driving the next town over to check their college daughter, like check on their college daughter. Apparently the lady convinced or um, to help out with the trick so that she could sneak into the emergency room. So she was like so concerned about her husband finding out she went to get checked. She was she was collaborating nurses into the whole thing. And she says at one point she was telling her that um, to throw in a few Spanish Spanish phrases and like school academic stuff to make it sound like. <laughs> like there was something really going on there school-wise. I don't understand. Like this lady was like, why did she care that bad? Maybe she was like in domestic violence. Who knows? Who knows? But um, I can't pretend to always understand why people do what they do. People are cray-cray. Yeah. So anyway, this lady thought that she had a, like a gas mask hanging around her neck. Like it was like the World War II kind. Okay. And a, one of the bulky face, you know, gas yeah. mask ones. Okay. And she finally asked her, like, what was with the mask? And she said it's because of the bats. Well, there could be bat guano, <laughs> which is toxic, and it could be floating around in the air. So naturally, you need to wear a World War II gas mask. <laughs> she, it turns out she said she put... Mothballs all over the house to drive out the bats. But the smell was too strong, so she was wearing but, a gas but, mask. <laughs> They're called mothballs for a reason, lady. They're not called bat balls. And then, <laughs> anyway, it turns out she was fine. Oh. <laughs> physically. And her husband came and took her home. Oh. Wow. Who'd have thought? Mothballs. Could you put mothballs in your house to scare away Dracula? <laughs> I just want to know. Is why that a thing? That mothballs would. I shall repel the bats with these mothballs. 
Maybe she was afraid they would eat her really nice sweaters. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, because she was afraid. You mean the, the bats? Yeah. <laughs> Hence the mothballs. Okay. So, um, I'm just trying to reason here. This person works. She can't be all that crazy. It kind of makes sense. Leave it alone. <laughs> she was wearing a gas Well. I didn't like the smell. All right. Um, this person worked in a mental facility, and the weirdest kid that um, they've ever seen was this polite, quiet kid who would stay awake for days making these figures out of toilet paper, soap, and <laughs> basically whatever he could find in his room. Figures? Yeah. He was maybe 21 years old. He would also smear soap all over the mirror and windows in his room. He refused to wear clothes, so only the male staff could handle him. He talked... In a quiet so he was always in the buck, huh? About religion and, and that dragons I think this, this guy sounds like he's possessed. <laughs> this guy sounds like he would be a good time to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I wouldn't mind taking him out for a drink and just seeing what happens. Wait, never mind. He'd take his clothes off. That would be yeah, bad. he's yeah, like, he's no, I'm free, free balling. <laughs> so, so I guess um, he started talking about um, in a quiet voice about religion and that the dragons were coming alive Please. and that the walls were moving. Dragons. I may or may not be taking a Game of Thrones, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so. You're going to get naked talking about religion in a whisper voice. You're going to make figurines too. And then, no, no offense. Do finger to, puppets like, work if I start doing those with my fingers? <laughs> no offense to anyone with like mental illness or family members they might have with it. You know, we we are not trying to like. We're just having that. a laugh. Chill yeah. out. <laughs> so anyway, I guess one day after agreeing to wear clothes, he went into the common room where there was a piano in there. And at this point, he had been there for three months. And everybody on the staff basically liked him, and we're rooting for him to have a breakthrough, right? Yeah. Nice kid. But remember, up until this point, he was basically being naked, right? And smearing stuff like soap and things like that on walls and talking about dragons and the rapture. Yeah. Now he went over to the piano, stared at, at it for a while, and then sat down. After like 10 minutes of staring, then he proceeded to just magically play the thing for hours. He was extremely talented. I'm, like I'm a musician he, myself, and this kid was just, like, talented as fuck. So he's, wow. a couple of weeks later, he had a breakthrough, possibly because of the piano playing, and he was sent to somewhere else to But recover. wait, did he, like, play the piano previously to this that we know I about? I guess before, they were just keeping him in his room because he was naked. Oh. They just needed to take him out to the piano. I feel like he should just go live in a nudist colony. <laughs> And be like, piano. yeah, he can be the piano man, you know, at like the local club <laughs> where they get together. Yeah. Man. You're the naked man. <laughs> Sing us a song tonight. No, but he, he could totally be the entertainment at the club. At the club. At the nudist colony. Yeah, because nudist colonies are full of clubs. Hey, they got to have hella, something to do other than walk clubs. around naked all the time. Uh, no, not really. They got to sit down, listen to some nice music, have some bourbon. Yeah, they probably do, but I'm not. They like to sit there naked and have some bourbon. Listen to the piano. (laughs) Okay. Sounds like a fun evening to me. Anyway, turns out the piano was the key. Okay. Music is magic, baby. Yes, it is. So, okay, this person used to work as a CNA in a high school. 
Oh, great. We get to do something. The CNA stories. Mm -hmm. There was a guy that lived there that would jerk off as he pulled. Is this an episode I can't play for my kids, Lily? We're usually pretty good at keeping it like PG, like barely PG thirteen. Hospital stuff. What do you expect? Is it gonna? Is this episode gonna show up as explicit on Spotify? Our our one and only explicit episode. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Are we gonna get in trouble on YouTube? There's a lot of weird things that happens in hospitals. So, uh, a friend that I know that was a CNA. She would tell me stories, and there's always the cleanup poop stories. And I have massive respect for healthcare givers, by the way, um, especially CNAs, because they're underpaid and their job is very difficult and hard, in my opinion. And this one creeper guy kept pulling the catheter out so that the CNA would come and put the catheter back in. <laughs> and I'm thinking, dude, how pathetic do you have to be? To want someone to shove a tube up your... I don't know. Maybe it's kink. A kink. Up your plumbing. Maybe it's a kink for, you know. Maybe he actually but, liked the way it felt. You yeah, know? but that's what I'm saying is, like, I feel for these CNAs. I know you're telling a story, but I had to have a pause moment and <laughs> so salute. Maybe I shouldn't read All the one. women out there that have to put a catheter back on, on some creepy old dude or change a poopy diaper on an uncircumcised old guy. Yeah. So, do you want me to... I'm just going to skip. You can tell my wife before I get to that point. Just take me out behind the barn. Put me out of my misery. I don't want anyone yeah, changing I can me. Totally see your wife doing that. Yeah, she's she a could sleazy on her. She, she wouldn't could do not. it. She would. It would be like she couldn't. She literally couldn't. You could call me. I'll come do it for you. Whoa! <laughs> that is the last thing I expected you to say. That's what a big sister should do. Should do. I implore you not to. Please take I me. I thought you were just take me behind the to... shed. Yeah. And sh- oh, <laughs> I thought you were volunteering to change my diaper. Hell no. See, that's what I said. I was like, wait, am I hearing you correctly? Can I get that? Can I get that in writing? Hell no. The I'll day that my you. wife wants to want you though. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You're a good woman. I, I appreciate. I you. agree. Thank you. Okay, we're getting in. Uh, Lab, Leb, P H L E B. You know, I suck at the words sometimes. Working at a where? Leb. <laughs> Maybe one of our viewers can tell us what that is. Is it French? Flabe? It's F P H L E B. Leb. Okay. Somebody is like shaking their head right now. Is it like, like a phlebotomist and it's like a short word for? I don't know. Okay. No, but it's at a hospital. Okay. With a psych unit. And I had the pleasure of running into some pretty interesting individuals. The best was this one patient who refused to have his blood drawn unless I brought him blood to replenish the sample I had taken. <laughs> What's he going to do? Drink it? <laughs> I He's like, okay, I will give you back a sample. So, like, this is but funny. you give me replacement blood. This is funny. I actually think it's kind of cute. So with the help of the nurse's staff, he would give him V8 and warm it up and would tell him it was fresh O-positive blood. And he let <laughs> he let him drink his own, like, drink it because he thought he was drinking his own blood and that it was giving him back oh. his blood. Hey, that V8's like higher and iron and all the good stuff, man. <laughs> and I guess he would give him a hard time while he was, like, doing it about how the devil could see that w- what he was doing and that he um, knew I was going to go to hell 
Oh. Yeah. When Sounds I Sounds like he's got juice. a little bit of a conscience. <laughs> he actually thought it was bringing part of him back to life. But he wouldn't be like, man, my blood sure tastes a lot like <laughs> vegetables. Like tomatoes. <laughs> like a little spice. I can almost taste the ground up celery and tomato <laughs> no. juice. Wait, one day he's going to like cut his finger or something and he'll like lick it and it'll turn out like he'll taste it. And he'll oh, be like, wait. He's going to lose I was it. Deceived. This he's deceived. Like, he's like, it was all a lie. <laughs> he'll be like, what did that? Lobotomist do to me or whoever, like, because then what? Maybe he, maybe he'll even think it, he has blood has transformed. It mm. doesn't taste like blood anymore. Wow. I'm just saying it could happen. I struggle happen. with like, I mean, I can take a needle like a boss. You mm-hmm. know, some people are super afraid of them, mm-hmm. but like sticking a needle into someone else. Oh, I've stuck needles into people. Would weird me out. <laughs> So, I'm good at it. Did I ever tell you about my fainting story? Um, no. Have our listeners heard my fainting story? No, I believe you haven't, right, people? I it's think we the only to. time I have ever fainted. Okay. Tell. Do tell. So I was um, out in a ministry at the time of my life. I was uh, out teaching about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I was in a foreign country um, in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, we were helping a bunch of of the other missionaries get visas to to leave and come back into Zimbabwe. So we'd have to go to the different uh, embassies. And so this particular day, we were waiting in line at the South African embassy in Zimbabwe. Which mm-hmm. during that time, there was a lot of things going on, and people were trying to flee the country, right? Okay. Some political so it was, distress. Yeah, it was, a lot of people wanted to go to South Africa because it was a more, it's a more prosperous country in Africa. Mm-hmm. So anyway, let's just say the lines was worse than like Disneyland in a day of hell. Like, okay, big line, and we're just trying to get through so we can get this person a visa. So we woke up first thing in the morning because we knew it was going to be treacherous, right? Treacherous. So imagine... So imagine we get up in the morning. You trek through. We get up in the morning, and then we go, and we wait in line. And uh, I didn't have breakfast. There wasn't time for breakfast or anything. Uh, I just drank a little bit of water. We had to get there bright and early. So imagine the perfect recipe for passing out. Uh, (laughs) Hadn't had anything to eat. Sure. You're making excuses. And at this point in my life, I was 135 pounds soaking wet, okay? (laughs) 135 pounds. So hadn't had breakfast, was already kind of skinny. We're sitting in line. It's lines moving slow. It's hot and I'm sweating. But then on top of that, uh, you know, I'm locking my knees. I'm hearing more excuses. I'm locking my knees. No, listen, if anyone's ever passed, this is like, this is the recipe for disaster. Not lack of food. I know. No, not a lot of drinking going on. No water in the system. I am fatigued, fatigued, uh-huh, uh-huh. sitting there on my knees lock. And then this one person in front of us that's leaving, yeah. all of a sudden starts having a seizure right in front of us, okay? Okay. So medical people are called. They rush there. We're sitting in line while uh-huh. they're trying to attend to this person. Well, the person starts doing a seizure again while they're trying to put an IV in their arm. Did you get shot with blood? Well, it <laughs> stabbed into the arm, and it was like, you know, like the Did squirt. It, squirt? <laughs> it was like... <laughs> and I... <laughs> I turned to the guy I was with, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I think I'm going to pass out. 
Next thing I remember, I'm on the, I'm on the ground. This big African lady caught me. Luckily, she oh, she, she hopped in and grabbed me. You know, broke my fall. She took care. <laughs> but yeah, she literally caught me, and uh, but I passed out. Ah, and that was the only time I done it, and it was induced by. The compilation of things I talked about, locking of knees, <laughs> lack of circulation, blood. lack of de- of hydration, and then the little blood squirt. Uh-huh. And usually blood doesn't wig me out like uh-huh. to that point. Sure. But it was just enough. For some reason, it, it just turned me over the edge. I literally turned on like, boom, I flopped. <laughs> so I don't think I could be a phlebotomist, y'all. Probably not. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think you should be in a surgery. I don't think I either. should try and jab needles into someone no. having a seizure. You probably shouldn't. That probably wouldn't be good for I them. I couldn't be a surgeon. No. Like a surgeon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Weird Al Yankovic version. No. Sorry, that's what popped in my head. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on to the next one. I just felt like I needed to share how big of a sissy I was and how I actually passed out at the side of blood once in my life. Okay. So a homeless man with a history of alcohol abuse arrives intoxicated to ED. We still don't know what that means, which someone is also shaking their head over. <laughs> That's half the fun of our podcast. <laughs> you get to laugh at us. I know. Right? We bring it and wing it. We don't know what we're saying. <laughs> bring it, wing it, not know it and bro it. Especially since you're winging it, because then I can't be prepared for the que- question. Sometimes you ask me stuff, and I'm like, oh, shit, I, I don't know. I catch you off guard. You do. What am I supposed to do? Roll with it. <laughs> exactly. Roll That's with it. That's what I do. That's what I do. Uh-huh. So, all right. So, this, you know, this guy who's really intoxicated shows up. They measure him. Measured to be XYZ, measured two hours later. And it's double despite being isolated in his room so i guess like they checked his um blood blood alcohol level and it was you know at a level and then two hours later when they checked him it had actually doubled <laughs> his alcohol level had doubled and he'd did been he isolated uh, in his room but did he have a little uh Look, a little of grandpa's been- cough syrup in like a little uh <laughs> little pouch somewhere you know <laughs> After- after being thoroughly searched for alcohol containers beforehand and put in a room by himself, no one can figure out where this guy's. I have a bad. I have a bad feeling about. It. No one can figure out where this. Proceed guy's with his caution, booze. folks. Where are you getting his booze from? Okay. So a resident decides to check the multi-hospital system to try and get more info on the guy, and sees an old note from another hospital mentioning having a, to remove alcohol. Hand and hand sanitizer dispensers from the patient's room. Oh, we go in the patient's room and see hand sanitizer dispensers on the wall. Upon close inspection, it's visibly tampered with and completely empty. Oh. (laughs) Well, now I know I can get drunk off of hand sanitizer. I never knew. That would have to be so toxic, though. I mean, have you ever even just sniffed your hand right after you put that stuff on your hand? That was the. It's like. That was the cleanest homeless person's mouth in the country, Clean. right then and there. Yes. Cleanest. Very, very sanitary. You have totally made out with that homeless person and felt totally okay with it. He just drank a whole bottle. Oh. Man. <laughs> that is so gross. I had no idea that. 
Hey, but Can it's it's high in alcohol. Trying to swallow that, it's I'm, like, I'm sure though, like it would be toxic to your stomach. Like it would be, and it's it would be even, poisonous. It's not even completely liquid. It, it it's like a it depends. Gelatinous. What if it was like? What if it was like the foam up kind? And they're like, "What's wrong with this guy?" And there's like, <laughs> he's like, there's like himself. foam on his face. Like, what's he doing? Like he's fine. It's like I did some spit. Just have some sour on my face. I'm drunk. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I should do this one either. If it's too bad, then just just skip. Just skim on past. <laughs> I really like it when my kids can listen to our episodes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want them to hear this one. All right. Daddy is not rated R. Okay. So... Well, you know, we're really good about that. Job. We are. And and I'm not even just talking about like, there's, you know, some people can not handle hearing these kinds of stories because it really grosses them out. Yeah. Like, I don't get grossed out. You remember when we were kids and we'd be like, do you know what's grosser than gross? Yeah. <laughs> and we'd sit there and try to outgross each other. Yeah. Like people learned about in one of our other episodes. Yeah. Your, That's what your you previous do. Your previous grossy outie of... <laughs> Of uh, eggs with chickens because you call them chicken periods. That that's what you do. <laughs> that's what you do when you do not have um, phones to play on, folks. You sit around and you talk about what's grosser than gross. Yeah, and whatever you just said about me, I'm gonna ignore. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So this person had a patient who was a legit gangster with the name and all. Okay. For like, HIPAA. like gangster or yeah. like mob gangster? Like what, what kind of gangster are we talking about? Here? I'm thinking gangster like gangster. Like Al Capone? <laughs> I can't do that one. I'm not good at that one, Mikey. <laughs> Just, you know, a gangster. Okay. He's like, I won't cap you. Oh, <laughs> that kind. Oh, like a yeah. like I won't take you out. Okay. I can't talk like a gangster. I'm like, I'm, I'm the worst gangster ever. Now I need to be a gangster because then if I really did like try to act gangsterish, people would be like really thrown off. They'd be like, "Wait, are they joking?" I think serious? the closest thing to a gangster you could be <laughs> would be like a Hell's Angels woman on the back of his like motorcycle. Motorcycle. <laughs> be like, oh hey hey. Yeah. I'm a gangster. Did you see all my leather? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So anyway, uh, for HIPAA, she, which is, you know, the papers you sign for like discretion stuff. Um, she won't post his name. Okay. Good. Yeah. She she's, shouldn't. She's taking care. He should remain anonymous. <laughs> okay. But pick any other over the top gangster name like Jimmy the Ape. And he was in because, so basically maybe he is like mafia. Maybe you got your dream. Yeah, if he had like a title, you know. (laughs) Okay. Tony the Terror, you know. Yeah, there we go. I mean, she just brought Mickey Blue Eyes. Jimmy the Ape. (laughs) Must have been a big dude (laughs) and not very smart. So. No, I'm Jimmy the Ape. You better pay up or I'm gonna smack you. Good job. Thank you. Bravo. I give you a little a little mini applause. Do I get an Oscar? Mini. Mini applause. 
Okay, no, shut All up. I get was a golf clap. <laughs> this is bull crap. I was being polite. Okay, so <laughs> he was in because he got in a fight with another gangster who shot his toe off. Oh, ouch. Oh. And <laughs> instead of coming. Not just shot his toe. It's shot, shot his off. toe off. Now he could have a really cool gangster name. Tony the toe off. <laughs> He might have a little less balance now, you know, a little more fumbly on his feet, stumbling without the toe. Timmy the no toe killer. That reminded me of like the Tony the Tiger. (laughs) The great. Isn't it Frosted Flakes? Yeah. (laughs) I did a good job. (laughs) Excellent. All right. So anyway, back to the story. Sorry, guys. Back to our gangster who had his toe blown off. Poor guy. Instead of coming to the doctor, the patient attempted to treat his wound by himself. Surprise, surprise. Well, naturally, you want to stop the bleeding. <laughs> yeah, especially. Okay. It's called put a finger on it. <laughs> I'm serious. You got to, right? I mean. You got to put some pressure. Yeah. You got to stop the bleeding. Yeah. Okay. Probably not a finger like the whole time. I mean, how is he going to walk into the ER holding his toe? Maybe he's very acrobatic. <laughs> Okay. He just comes hopping on in. Yo, look at this toe. It's bleeding. I don't think there's any name that you could mix acrobat with that would sound gangster. <laughs> I'm like trying to think of one and it's not happening. I think I'm just going to Call me the flippity toe tumbler. What do you think about that one, Lily? <laughs> That's a long name. <laughs> it's a, it's a long mouthful, name. you know? So... Anyway, <laughs> now I lost my place. Look what you did, Mikey. Okay. Find it. <laughs> okay, so surprise, surprise, it got severely infected, and he yeah. had to come in uh, for it to be debrided. Brided? Oh, no. And treated with ABX. I don't know what means when they debride. It's okay. <laughs> we're, we're not health professionals Brided. here. I mean, I worked in gynecology, and that's not the right department for toes. Right. It shouldn't be anyway. So um, he saw um, her wedding ring and asked, oh, you're married? And he says, does your husband have life insurance? And I came to work. Or I can work something out. I believe that. <laughs> Don't worry, lady. I'll take care of you. <laughs> Does your husband got life insurance? <laughs> oh, you're married, huh? I can take. I think he is I'll, more like the gangster. I'll you're send. Talking. I'll send Timmy Noto out to knock out your husband. That you knock him Timmy off. Timmy Noto now. Timmy Noto. Who was he before? Timmy the Tiger. <laughs> no, that was. We've so kind of jumped around oh, on this one a lot. So bad. Okay. Boo. All right. So anyway, he said he. I believe that um, it was supposed to be flirty, but it was, you know, it kind of came off strange. Yeah, I wonder why. (laughs) Hey, you lady, your husband got life insurance? He's all saying it flirty. (laughs) Dude, he may be a I'll knock him off and we can run away together to an island. (laughs) Me and my toe. No toe. Okay. I don't know if I should read this one because it says I don't want to read this again. Should we read it? I feel tempted to be started. Did you not pre-screen? <laughs> not this one, no. I kind of skimmed through. 
We're, skim through. We're venturing into uncharted waters. I mean, how many for am I potentially to read? millions to hear? How many am I supposed to read? I kind of jumped around. I'm like, this is good. I'll read from here. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Okay. Jeez. If, All right. If it, if right. it goes south, and too bad. It goes south. I I gave a disclaimer this time. You put it out there. This is from Thought Catalog. Now, if it's not really oh, bad, we're going to... Yeah, I know. Watch. It's some, like, conserv- super conservative person who was, like, overly... All right, spill it. Let it out. 54-year-old psych patient ran away from her care home without pants on, was hanging out with some local teenagers <laughs> who were smoking. The smoke made her start hearing voices, so naturally, chest pain ensued. She was afraid to step into the ambulance and stared at the light, talking about how hot she was for like 20 minutes to the hospital. 300 pounds easily with a face covered in dried spaghetti or something. Yeah. Okay, so she's a bigger lady. Had, had eaten some sketty. She went out with her pants on. And apparently the sketty didn't just stay in her mouth. It was smeared across her face. Yeah. I'm painting a really nice picture for everyone. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Thank you. No clothes it, on. It, three hundo. It was. Three bucks. Okay. It then, three Benjamins. <laughs> it then took half an hour to convince her to step out of the ambulance because she was afraid it was going to hurt. Yeah. Now, once out of the ambulance, she proceeded to insert her finger into her anus. Okay. Bum, bum. She then proceeded to pull them out and lick them in her fingers, not just a finger. Rinse and repeat. Come 10 more minutes, we get her to triage. Hey, Lily, you want to know what's grosser than gross? Blast back to our childhood. <laughs> well played, Mikey. Well played. A lady, 300 pounds, <laughs> with sketty sauce all over her it. face, already- is sticking her thumb up a bum and licking it like a lollipop. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you, Mikey. You're welcome, Just world. in case any of you couldn't imagine, Mikey got you. Hey, you read that. Hey, I, <laughs> I, said, I told you it'd be gross. It didn't disappoint. It was very gross. <laughs> Okay, during one of my first ride-alongs, we got a call about it. <laughs> we got a call about a guy found in his SRO. What's an SRO? Sports you no rover. Oh, <laughs> it was just know. a guy in his SRO. You know, <laughs> we, sport. <laughs> Right. I'm not. I'm pulling a blank here. Yeah, me too. We found him. It makes sense to someone. It's fine for all you people that know what SRO stands uh, for. We, they found him naked and broken glass all around him. He was pale as paper. He had an O2 sat of 68% on room air and was pretty. Okay, that's like totally medical yeah, terminology. That's just, no, it's his They're oxygen like saturation. O2 sat. So yeah, it was pretty old. His oxygen levels yeah. were very low. When we that's were dangerous. rolling him out of his building, I thought an SRO was a car. The patient started peeing everywhere and giggling like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> Excuse me, I have to go. <laughs> I feel like I'm on the right career path because who, I, I who, can't wait to how, meet Who decides? People. A schoolgirl? Couldn't be a schoolman? 
Was a grown man, right? I mean, don't you think that you get a better visual? Some people just get giddy when they pee. <laughs> yeah. And it's totally there's okay. There's kind of a way that school girls can giggle. That's okay. kind of more, you know, high-pitched and obnoxious. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, the one yeah. where they're, like, they, where you the boy, walks, the boy walks past and they're like, <laughs> Yeah, I just want to, like, backhand them. Just like, oh, whoops. Sorry. Yeah, I like, get that. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that. Sorry. Well, poor guy. But I'm glad, you well, know, at I don't least. Know. He doesn't sound like he's poor. He sounds least, like he was happy. At least he got to tinkle. <laughs> he was a happy peer. And he found the relief. Happy peer. Followed by a girly giggle. Yeah. I mean, that's good. That's what you do when you pee, right? Don't tell anyone. <laughs> you giggle like a school girl. Only when I'm alone. <laughs> Should we stop or do one more? Uno mas. Okay. So, Our listeners demand more awfully terrible entertainment. Yeah, especially when you like to sit there and describe that for them. So they, in case they had a problem visualizing, you know. Get like a lollipop. <laughs> After you have spaghetti. Hey. <laughs> spaghetti. Stop. There's going to be so many people that won't be able to eat spaghetti okay, anymore. about a fake cat. <laughs> Thanks. Just make that association for me. I know what I'm having tomorrow night for dinner. (laughs) Fake cancer patient. Patient would go around claiming his pancreatic cancer and blood clots all over his body. And that he had a rare genetic disorder that made him resistant to... um, Huh? (laughs) Resistant to something. Um, Probably some medication. Medical term? Probably, yeah. Okay. Cal-mandin? I don't know. Kumandan. <laughs> you want to come with? Come on, Lily. How often do I do this? Like every episode. Practice this. Sound it out. Hooked on phonics didn't work for it me. It did not work for it did you. Not work for me. I even studied in the university. <laughs> okay. Um, linguistics and learned the phonetic alphabet. See how oh, awesome I am. You are awesome. I deserve extra points. You do. So this person. Claimed they had pancreatic cancer, mm-hmm. but they were... And genetic disorder and blood clots. Okay, but somehow they were resistant to what looks like maybe some type of medication. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he would come with stacks of medical records. The guy had me convinced. He, a chemo port... Oh. It, that looks like a typo. A chemo port surgically implanted in his chest. So he had one. He did. So he had a chemo port. In his yeah, chest. he did. However, trip my radar for crazy, and I googled him, bringing up the article about how he scammed many hospitals and even convinced physicians to give him chemo. So wow, he just wants <laughs> radiation about- trip. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Okay, who gets that? Can we give that one a name, like a syndrome? Radioactive, radioactive. Don't do it. Don't. Wow. Who wants chemo? That's so sad and disturbing. (laughs) Well, let's see. What's that that term that they use for people that feel better by having something wrong? Like the people that will check themselves into the hospital? I don't remember what it's called. I don't remember. But there is. There's like a medical term for people. Google it. No, we don't have to. All our listeners already know, except for us. It's fine. So, <laughs> I wonder how many times. But it had to be like, like one of those people where 
you know, they have to have a problem. Uh huh. Um, cause they don't want to face whatever reality they actually live in. Yeah. Cause it's easier for them to live in a place of tragedy where they can get sympathy. Yeah, from other Yeah. Cause people. they're sad or cancer patient. Right. But that's who so wants sad. to go through chemo for that? Like, that's not exactly like, it's not like he's just getting a few pills there. Yeah. Know? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So don't I think be like that. I think it's the very definition of crazy. Yeah. Don't be like that. Don't be like most of the people we just talked about. Like all of them. <laughs> Except for the healthcare providers. Yeah, be like them. Be like them because they're awesome and they deal with these cray-cray people. Yeah, and and they clean up some really gross messes. Yes. Once again, salute to all you CNAs out there. And all of you other people who work in medical or even like uh, care service. And if you got a husband that's got a life insurance policy, (laughs) I can take care of him. I can take care of him and then take care of yous. <laughs> oh, you're so late. Because Timmy Noto don't joke around, folks. <laughs> All right, everyone. I hope you have a great <laughs> night. Bye. Thanks for our shenan- or for putting up with our shenanigans. <laughs> for listening and bearing through Lily's really weird, oh, awkward. I know. I started out awkward. Healthcare today, encounters <laughs> with weirdo people. Avon was weird at first. I got used to it, though. It's weird. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. Ciao. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Goodbye. Bingo day.